Hey there, film fans. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave. Don't you do this again, you son of a I just lost jerk. my audio completely. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I don't hear you. I can't John, hear John, John has completely <laughs> muted himself. You're, you're on mute. Yeah, connecting to audio. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the most professional show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get. Just check the link tree yeah. that Dave set up for Someone us. may um, send us to you as a joke. Just give it a listen. It's fine. That's right. Oh my we just God. Got, basically just Rick rolled you. Um, John, do you want to tell the people what our podcast is about? Um, no? Okay, cool. Yeah, this so, is a pod in which we'll challenge one another to discuss movies both new and old with a strictly positive eye. I really hope someone was listening to that on like two times. We, we keep it positive. And if we don't keep it positive, Dave plays the sounds. I guess Ooh, any of us. Also, if we, we take we a drink. It stupid. So, yeah. yeah. We take a drink. We're going to start with our pre-show shot. Let's do Cheers, it. Boys. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Do you want me to open that bottle in front of you? (laughs) Do do you trust me? So pour yourselves (laughs) a glass and double check your fucking reservation. Nice movie, Joe. We're going to talk about a movie that was the best ad for fucking Hilton hotels ever. Yeah, hotel chains are like. Oh, my Lord, dude. Airbnb. I can't believe Airbnb isn't like. I can I have super to, satire. I have like, to wonder, they, like, did not did someone just call marketing at Airbnb and go, "Hey, can we use your name in our movie? Where it's it's just set in an Airbnb?" And they're like, "Yeah, go for it." Um, there's these lawyers had to have been like that SNL thing, right? They're like, I don't know, oh, some harmless little, harmless little indie play? film, like some no, product wait, placement, because Airbnb's not doing too good at the moment. Like they they no, get a lot this. of negative press. You just you actually literally have to justify that the, the characters would actually do this, right? Isn't isn't that John? What do they teach you at film school? It depends. I don't, About, know if, I don't know if Airbnb has a like, <laughs> level of marketing people, the lawyers. I mean, this would have been very tough to get. This would have been official. They would have had to get official release. You can't use fair use outside of most things. It's usually only applied to documentaries and stuff that has to do with universal truths, not fiction. So universal documentation, objective documentation, not really designed for this so yeah, i think I they just had a really good sense of humor and they were like this is gonna be fun this yeah. might actually rev up you know i could see a bunch of fucking horror, horror movie nerds going and yeah. staying yeah i think it's like they're they're marketing just yeah. like shot through the roof Those it's september like, we got this house? <laughs> oh, yeah. no 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 what, what's next month oh, come on i think they're leaning into it i think they thought this was going to be fun and yeah. i think it was really People- fun we're talking about Barbarian, not to be confused Ooh. with Conan the Barbarian, which we talked about a few weeks ago here on this show. There so are distinct similarities. The rocks are the same color. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's really um, This is a, a new movie. just came out, made about $10 million or so, and apparently won the box office because the box office is not doing too well yeah. these first two weekends in September. But hey, $10 million bucks on this movie, it's probably, probably pretty good. I don't know if you've seen the trailers for this. I hadn't. I another movie I went in cold. I and really wish everybody you guys told is me recommending it was be a scary movie. <laughs> everybody recommends that you don't. To be honest, that you don't see anything about it because all right. So the let's, trailer let's doesn't do... give anything like doesn't give very much away at all. It just sets the premise. It has hardly anything that happens in this fucking movie in it. So maybe let's let's keep our opening segment very spoiler free and just mm. give it our endorsement or not, and then we'll turn the spoilers on pretty quick. Does that seem like a pretty good plan for you all? Yes. Sure. I don't want to mention too many cast members, but Georgina Campbell is a BAFTA winner. She's British. These Brits are fucking good at their American accents, man. They yep. just are. Never would have guessed that she won a BAFTA. Well, she was also in a Black Mirror. Wasn't there an article written about how um, like the American accent used to be in like Northern England? That was what they actually sounded like? I, th- I think what? someone wrote a study know. on that. 
so that like it was to disprove the joke in Robin Hood Man in Tights oh, where funny. he says about unlike other Robin Hoods I can speak with an English accent. They actually oh, did a wow. did a, a story on it and went no he they they actually would have sounded like Americans. Weird. Hmm. Well, John's brother-in-law who's an actor and British uh, has a lot of thoughts about accents. We'll have to have him on here one time to talk about it. But this <laughs> sure, movie yeah. accents was and watches. Written- <laughs> Written and directed by Zach Krager is another. I feel like this is like the tenth time this year where it's an actor turned writer director, John, um, hey. <laughs> who <laughs> has some IMDb credits as an actor and and is getting going. It's a couple of TV series things here and there that he's been directing and writing, but I guess this is his coming out picture. He's coming out. This also <laughs> co-stars Bill Skarsgård, which I was I've, I've been thinking recently. I know he was in um the the movie with Robert Pattinson and and um Batman Tom Holland. What movie? What movie are you talking about? Um, the devil, the devil, you know, mm-hmm. something oh, like that. I didn't. I didn't He's know in that. that movie, but anyway, I've been like, where is this guy? He did those two It movies, probably made a lot of money. Like, where is he? And then I saw him. Oh, he's in, been everywhere. Not, yeah, and he's, he's the executive he, producer on this. He was also in he was in Eternals, but he was doing the the whatever the fuck they did. I don't know. I don't know how you describe that shit. Um, what'd you say, John? He was the uh, one of the executive producers. Yes, on this. I saw that too. Also, mm. shout out just Justin Long, and apparently, well, there's a couple people that like I'd recognize. But Kate Bosworth is in this movie. I kind of don't even remember that, but shout out. Um, anyway, this movie, Barbarian, um, I don't want to say much about it at all because I really like going in cold. But let's just say, since we've already talked about the I, the Airbnb, the IMDb description of this is a woman staying at an Airbnb discovers the house she has rented is not what it seems. But before we get any deeper into Barbarian, now that we've got you hooked, John, can we shout out our people, please? We apparently <laughs> still have a beer sponsor. <laughs> Carlos Barozo, shout out cbarozo.beer on Instagram. Give him a follow, some likes, some some checkouts. And Dasein provides all the music on this episode and every single episode. That's D-A-S-E-I-N. Check him out on all the music platforms. Guys, Dasein is the radio head of our podcast for sure. He is going to do I just saw that he posted this. He's going to donate 100% of his merch. I guess he has merch. 100% of his merch proceeds. I didn't look up where or if, if he's actually doing this, but I'm like pretty sure I read that somewhere. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure buy some merch and 100% of it is going somewhere awesome. I 100% of it, yeah. the, the merch you bought is coming to your house. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I actually don't have a gripe of the week. Does anybody in here have a gripe of the week that they want to get off their chest? I, I have a little bit of a hilarious one. Okay. okay. Um, Can we please start the one minute gripe timer? Starting now. Go ahead. Okay. So have you been following this thing with Neil Gaiman on Lord of the Rings? He no. basically posted about how he, he got invited to the premiere and Elon Musk decided to take a shot at him and say how crap Lord of the Rings was. And then everyone on the internet's fucking piled on and it's like up Neil Gaiman like crazy for fucking up the Lord of the Rings series and ruining Lord of the Rings canon and doing all this. And he's just been trolling the shit out of them for like a week. Yeah, because the ratings it's, are good. It's been amazing, but also you dickheads. So I mean, how, how are you the, getting uh, by on the internet? You obviously can't read. <laughs> wow. Dave, that's a good one. I'm looking up, because I'm the ignorant guy. I didn't know that until you just said it. Did Neil Gaiman write no, The Rings of Power? he had nothing no, to do with it. No, he had nothing to do with that. He just he went got to the invited to the premiere and posted a, po- a photo of himself at the premiere. That was it. There's nothing to do and with And now that. all these other idiots have got the impression that he wrote it and like wrote the... Also, I think, Rings and, of Power, by every metric, is doing very well for Amazon. So... 
Try your try to shame your hearts it's out. It's very kids. pretty. Hats off to Remember the Remember the eighties when nerds were kept in their place and they were just trying to sneak their sis like their friend's sister's underwear and they, they knew they weren't supposed to have that much power and speak out. Remember that time? Elon Musk. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. Right, the guy who worked so hard to get where he was at, you know, he really like suffered along at that emerald mine in Africa that his German dad owned. Yeah, like God, what a <laughs> that. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Anyway, um, rags to riches also, too, yeah. I don't know whether you saw Donald Trump's a knight now. <laughs> what? Uh, he announced, wait, 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 he announced over his uh, social media platform. I'm starting the timer again. He announced over his social media platform <laughs> that uh, the Queen secretly knighted him when he went over to visit her. And so basically, it was a huge knighting. <laughs> yeah, she totally did it. Knighting. I'm the best knight. It was the best knighting of all but, time. Oh my God. The, uh, the upshot of this is everyone, of course, went straight to the Constitution and pulled out the piece that says that if you accept any foreign title, you can't. <laughs> the Queen doesn't run knight for people anything. who aren't from the Commonwealth. So, it's so like, stupid, isn't it? The, the idiot now has to either admit he was lying or not run for anything anymore. What a first what time! A, oh yeah, sure. I let's let's give it up for Dave. You, you're from the Commonwealth. Dave, you just, I, uh, I, had, I, had, I literally had whiskey in my nose. You son of a bitch! That was really God crazy. save the Queen. Sorry, sorry to see that massive passing of the uh, torch, but hmm. she she crushed it. I know the Queen. And selfishly, couple- we are in an entertainment podcast. I think it's going to make the Crown already a kick-ass series that much more powerful next. I season. do. I do like that they paused production out of respect. That was that was a that was a cool move. Yeah, I might even, I might I mean, start watching that show now. You know, she made some mistakes, but all things considered, of course, she's been ruling for seventy <laughs> years. You better make a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I made some mistakes yeah. last week. Fuck, dude. I mean, I, mean, I, col- it's I, mean not, I didn't it's not... colonize India, but you know, she technically she didn't either. But yep, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, she inherited the wealth. Whatever. Okay. Um, this is not for us to to litigate. John here has a hard out tonight. He also apparently had a hard in, and people tell me that he. I, no, I don't have the hard out. Hard. Mr. Mr. <laughs> Sir 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 David Greenith of the land of he has the hard out, not me. I have the hard out. You kind of you all kind of ruined my joke, so fuck everybody. <laughs> Sure. Right. I was trying to uh, just brush over. I, I think a very I think everybody got it. You, you kind of telegraphed going. it. Did I ruin the yeah. setup for this movie? So we we I pitched I pitched it before. So let what me. What were you the, talking about? <laughs> Conan the Barbarian. Oh, just barbarian. the Barbarian. <laughs> the sequel to Conan the Barbarian that's set in Detroit. Okay, so this is Barbarian, written and directed by Zach Krager, only in theaters right now. Made about ten million dollars. Number one at the box office. A woman staying at an Airbnb discovers that the house she has rented is not what it seems. Who would like to go around with your initial very spoiler-free takeaways? We're gonna turn the spoiler, turn that spoiler banner on pretty quick. After that, who wants to go first? I'll I'll jump in. I I find it a little yeah, bit of ser- it, I find it a little bit of serendipity that Hilton Hotels at the moment is running an, an ad campaign under the banner "It Matters Where You Stay." And I thought, <laughs> how fucking lucky did they get that then this movie comes out and just cements the shit out of that? Um, I went into this. Really fucking nervous because famously I'm a giant weenie in horror films and I knew it was going to be tense. Like Edgar Wright posted that this was like a really, really good horror film. So I'm like, oh shit. So I went in and I sat down and there were, I want to say 30, 40, because I saw this in Dolby Cinema, maybe about 40 people in the theater with me and we're all bunched together. Oh, wow. Which was great because this is one of those horror films. Like, you know, you didn't have the psychological horror films and stuff you can sit there and watch by yourself. This is something you have your friends over. And sit there and like it 
there are some points in it that are ridiculous. That's a horror thing. It, it gets that, and a, a horror crowd will forgive that. Absolutely. We all had a great time. There were people fucking like jumping and screaming and shouting at the screen like no don't go down there and all the usual things the poor girl next to me nearly climbed into her boyfriend's lap during the course of the movie like and she had her hands over her face she could not handle the level of tension and they brought the fucking tension in certain series sections of this movie i'll talk about a bit later about like what they did but um yeah i i enjoyed this um i think because i was there by myself a couple of bits at the end kind of irked me, but other than that, it was a fun ride and a really good ride. And you'll be like, what the fuck is going on at least three or four times through this movie? Yeah. Like, did they, awesome. yeah. Yeah. I want to know, uh, let's not forget to, I want to know what irked you at the end. Um, <laughs> but I couldn't agree more. John might I be think. agreeing. John might be ready to agree. No, Love I'm just curious why you said, because I was by myself. I'm just curious why it mattered that you said, because I was by myself. There were a few things that are, I just didn't know what you meant by that. Um, I I really enjoyed this. Like I I don't know if I could say enough about it. Just in terms of a, a refreshing take on how to tell a horror story, and I kind of don't want to say anything else yet because there are some specific uh, filmmaking and script writing techniques that were applied here that I think are what make it so unique. It's not oh, just yeah. that there are some really great scares. There are some really I, great scares. I know where you're going with that, I, and I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll wait till we hold off. But my I give it two. Two thumbs up for sure. If you like horror movies, you should go see this. If you don't like horror movies and you're scary easy, you might not want to see this. And don't take as many friends as you can. It, this is a fun ride for a group. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, it's a love fest. I agree. I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't even know. I texted you on Saturday. We're recording this during the Emmys right now on Monday, the 12th of September. I texted you on Saturday and I said, what movie are we seeing? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I went sure. and saw it. Yeah. I, I did. I, you know, if I'm seeing the movie, I kind of like going in Does knowing anybody else in the nothing. world know how Google Drive works because, like, <laughs> there's a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, I was out and about. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, um, I know yeah. it's on me, and I but it, it works on your phone, right? Anyway. Guys, they don't need to hear this. Um, <laughs> it's surprising, you know, it's 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 just it's it's simple and subtle. Nothing is wholly unique about this, and it's just right. It's just right. I was yeah, waiting for that. I was like, "Where's the horror going to be?" Is it, you know, it didn't happen immediately. It sort and, of sad, except for the the opening, which sounded like the witch, like this this <laughs> the soundtrack to the witch when she was outside the car, and then it goes in and goes silent. And I was like, "Okay, so obviously they're letting me know that it's going to be a horror film. Way to set your tone, people." But then it was just like we, you know, it was weird for a while. But it it, it comes, it goes very early. The first like scare, anything. My arms were in the air. I realized that. I don't know, like my elbows. Like if you're on YouTube or, or uh, Matt, if you're working out, I like I like was like well, I don't know if I was trying to like hide my face, but I didn't want to use my hands, so I used like my whole. I didn't. I don't know what I was doing, but I remember that, and I, yeah. I remember thinking, shit, all the people around me saw that, but then everybody else at some point <laughs> they're doing it too. it too. So yeah, that's half the fun. I remember going yeah. and seeing a movie in 3D back in the uh, the 80s, the original 3D, and I kind of a Treasure of the Four Crowns or something was called, and it was the first one of the first times they used 3D. And one of my mates who lived down the road came with me and my dad, and he sat in front of me, and I couldn't tell you what that movie's about. I'm watching him ducking and diving <laughs> the fucking spears for the entire movie, like arrows are coming out, and like he yeah, yeah he sat there and shat his pants for like an hour and a half. It was great. I, I looked awesome. away a couple times. I was like trying to look away, but then I like, <laughs> and then I peeked back. I really did. So. All right, all right. So, 
the fun of talking about this is going to be with spoilers so that yes. we can at least yeah, acknowledge some of these it. filmmaking these are tonight. So we all loved it. You should go watch it. I think if you like horror movies, you're going to be very mm. pleasantly That's surprised. Cool. We're not saying it's the, the greatest horror movie ever made, but you're going to have fucking fun. Go see it and I the think theater. it is a really Come good on. horror yeah. movie. Also, I will, I will tell you the, uh, the Dolby cinema release of this is worth it. Yeah. They, yeah, worked, the they worked on the yeah. audio. Yeah. I will say this before we break into, um, to spoiler free. It's, it's not a slasher no. and it's not highbrow. Yes. Like I, yeah. you're going to have fun if you, it's not, it's, yeah. you don't have to like it, think it's going to be this really smart horror movie and that's the, why we're praising yeah, it so it, much. It's but it's also not like cheap and just gory. It's not going to be that yeah. either. It's, it's going to be the, something the, right like, in the middle. Slasher, highbrow, gore, triangle, right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think some, really little something, something for everyone. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Creep All factor right. 15. All right. Spoiler. Spoilers. We are going for spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Record time. All right. So my favorite thing about this movie, <laughs> uh, and we can I'm just going to say it generally because we can get into details later, is the structure. Um, this is what, yeah. for me, was so unique about this movie. And uh, we said tra- trailer, not trailer. I saw the trailer a couple times for this before some movies we've seen recently. Yeah. And they did such a good part of um, giving you that premise, which is it is the premise, but it's not really ultimately what this movie ends up being uh, exclusively. So it was a good... It was good for them uh, for a trailer, and it also it also really lent itself to completely masking the two other major uh, stories that eventually do come together. But like the my favorite moments in this uh, screening, and we had a similar experience. There were probably thirty to forty of us, sort of in the middle of a larger theater. Yep, and. Um, I noticed a pattern with the edit that they really enjoyed cutting away hard after really scary moments, especially that first one. Yeah. And every time it would happen, everyone around us, including myself, would be like, oh, like everybody would just like <laughs> yeah. start like laughing and be like, oh, my God. Like there was this cathartic release yeah. of like laughter and uncomfortableness. And then they just had us after that. Like as soon as they as we all kind of got on board with like what was happening with the pattern it just it just lent itself to this this very unique viewing experience where it wasn't it didn't feel like a typical horror movie in that sense it felt like they were toying with the uh like the the functions of how you watch horror movies which was really cool yeah. i'd never really felt that way before in, when i was hmm. watching a horror movie in a theater anyway you know yeah. they did really well because they had these different chapters the first one i was like i can't believe they would do that to us like of course i knew deep down that we were going to go back but it's, I was like, I, I'm so surprised that they let us off the hook in a way. But of course they didn't. They just were biding mm. their time. But they actually set up at least three different really good stories that we didn't really need a conclusion to them. You know, like the Justin Long story, <laughs> for instance. Like, yeah. honestly, the first, just the Airbnb with the two of them. That's a great horror movie on its own. Just the two of them. And then, yeah. you know. That was I how this started. That was that was this first part piece that was written. It was a short. Yeah. But then, and then the Justin Long one comes in, and he had, his backstory is very relevant right now, very prescient, and it's good. You want to know what's going to happen, and then, and then you have the other guy. You know, when they go, when they do the time jump, they go back in time, and that's a, I mean, a good isn't the right word, but that's yeah. a very captivating story. And then that is, you know, it's all these like stories are such good stories on their own. And then there's and then these little rather than have to get well. to those parts where you have to explain and you have to, you know, all right when they get there, it's like. Nope. So this they, they allowed the thing to take over. I, I thought that was great. Mm. I like that like they had like ancillary characters like the bum who comes running at her and scares the shit out of her. And he has this throwaway yeah, bro, line. You gotta like, you gotta uh, give her some space, but I guess you know he was on an agenda, yeah. And, but it was like 
it's kind of like they used him to get a piece of information out there and it's just this quick throwaway line of he's she's not even the most dangerous thing down there Dude, and, that's like, kinda, and yet then you're like that, what the fuck else is down there like and but straight away i knew um yeah yeah but the entrance they, they the, set up yeah that entrance yeah that, that's kind of what misdirect. i was talking about like it was a good misdirect and like they were playing on like just like how, what would this normally mean um and the fact I'd that they run too if he came howling they, down the street at me in that yeah. neighborhood. So that this movie, I'm I can't, I kept trying to think of my way home. Like, how do you? What am I? What am I trying to say when it's not just the fact that it's like classic horror techniques and it's in the storytelling? Like, there is something almost otherworldly about the scary antagonistic creature that is in this movie. But then you find out as the story progresses that something that also lends itself to the fear is the reality of that bad neighborhood. Um, a very real serial killer that has to do with the creature eventually. So it was yeah. this wonderful back and forth that they gave you with these breadcrumbs along the way of something that felt like, are we watching the movie descent, which is, you know, <laughs> like you're kind of, you're kind of always looking around the corner for a monster kind of thing. And it didn't turn into that, which was so awesome and playing off the reality of there were scary things in real life too. And sometimes they appear in just moments where there's a man chasing me in the street. That's enough to freak out anybody. Mm. And sometimes it's a much more bigger picture of, I mean, y'all, it kind of reminded me of when they introduce a character who eventually is, if you put the pieces together and you wait long enough, you realize this is a giant arc that has to do with this man who used to be a serial killer that owned this house. And I don't even know if I need to say any more than that. The fact that you play with that, it almost gave me like the first 20 minutes of There Will Be Blood vibes. Like we fill in the gaps of how long he's been doing this and how yeah. dedicated he was to living that life that he's still there. That when we do find out specifically that these are generations of these women that he has been doing mm. it to and it created this thing. Like there was something that I got to do all on my own in my head. Yep. It was more terrifying than trying to show it through a yeah, montage that, I mean, that or is, you know. that is storytelling like cream you you fill in the gaps enough for the mind the mind to put itself like the pieces together because our imagination is far better than anything they can show on that screen and usually more vicious so i mean so, just like yeah sorry these things are Hold on, what, they, yeah. they happen keep going, keep going guys keep going okay john's out for a second but these things happen not not the specific the results of this but the fact that this happens in real life the fact that the, yeah i mean the airbnb thing is terrifying and scary and and if justin long no matter what you think of that situation like you can empathize if that happened nope i was waiting for him to die well he was a dick yeah fine yeah. but okay but it's like a realistic thing that is happening to people so it's like you know it's okay to spend a couple minutes with on it but so just 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 actually I I like think the, about even that though they played with with like it was like do like did he do it or is he innocent of this accusation or did he and then they have that scene in the bar where you're like all right you've got a clock on you buddy when you yeah, when are you just, dying when are you dying yeah because you know even even if even if it like yeah he's gotta die the people <laughs> gotta yeah, die. the people next to me were like oh like in disgust when he like he revealed what actually happened in the bar and i i was on board as well like, i didn't too. Yeah. I love that Justin Long didn't overplay it too. He yeah, just kept like he was when he's on dick. the phone, he's like, bitch. He's like, and if you're just sitting there and you're like, you know, the behavior is consistent enough for me to think it was real. You didn't have there, there's no you don't have to give it all in one scene to prove that you did it. You know what I mean? Just to be a dick the whole time you're there, but don't think you're a dick. 
think you're yeah. justified. It's like that was just enough. He played that no, really, but, really well. But just, just the, so the the guy, the guy who owned the house, the guy who the you know created the monster, like that. The fact that that happens in real life, obviously yeah. the monster thing is crazy. But that, I mean, nothing scarier than that. No, no nothing. Absolutely. Seeing the tapes, I mean, seeing the tapes, nothing is scary. No monster is scarier than seeing those tapes. I mean, it's, it's like monsters. when you when you create yeah. a haunted house, and it's like you know, there's a haunted house thing. Come stay in this haunted house. But if you create a house that had 15 murders. Come stay in this house with that's had fifteen murders. It's a different it's like fucking concept. That, right? like, yeah. that, that could love- happen. Like, but I'm talking about if you were just saying to someone, "Come and come and do this." Like, the fifteen murders, you get a lot more no's than yeses, because yeah. it's again, it's something that could happen to you. So, and this is right. something that could happen to people. I mean, there okay, was, so that there was so much good there. <laughs> so that's what I thought was, <laughs> again, these horror conventions that are also like. This back and forth between the things I was mentioning. They established that in the first, the whole tension of the first scene is, do we think this strange man is a monster? Yeah. Is she going, is, are, are her instincts correct? And she's going to think like, no, 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 I, I should be scared. This is a strange man. This is scary enough. I don't know if I should be staying here, the door opening and stuff. I just thought that, like, the fact that they bring it back and they're like, no, women, you are right. You can never trust that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it just it just played brilliantly into itself by just, uh, like, this this kind of thing could happen. It's not about the, the likelihood of it happening. It's just the fact that there's potential there. There are monsters there. And monsters, I mean, if hurt people hurt people, I guess monsters create monsters. I also like, I, I thought that was kind of a theme yeah. that I was thinking about. There were, there were also, like, realistic decisions in the writing. Like, she... She opens the, the door in the basement and looks up and the light's not going in. And she's like, nope, not going in there. And yeah. then it gets the better of her. She has to find out what's in there. So she finds a way to light the tunnel better and goes in. And like, that is, that is something that would happen. Like a, a lot of people would be like, fuck that. Not everyone, like almost no one would leave. They'd find a way to light that thing so they can find out what's in there. Because curiosity just gets the better of you. you well, you step in, you tiptoe mm-hmm. in. I also think that the guy, um, Bill Sarsgaard, Skarsgård, Bill mm-hmm. Skarsgård, it, fucking Pennywise, whatever. Um, I can't believe it was like, it's like eight years ago and this guy still looks young. Like he's still, he's still got it. It's fucking yeah, yeah. man. I'm calling vampire. He's got that he's it money. Of, he's part of Nick Cage's pack. <laughs> he's got that it money. Certainly volume <laughs> two. He there was like, all right, people, let's go. You want me to make up chair six hours a day? You got to pay. Uh, okay. Um, the, 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 the fact that he, like a total dick goes, I mean, how, how far... I know it's easy to say now, but how far do you go in that tunnel? Do you, do you go through the second door? No, no way. That I, might maybe... be the only puzzle that the only piece of the puzzle that they kind of just said a little bit of yada yada yada. Like, yeah, did she drag him down there? Do you know what I mean? Like, he oh. went to go see the room downstairs, and he said, "Yeah, I see it," and then he just never replied. And he was all the way it's down there. She came like, in, yeah. I guess that's up to our imagination. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. It's just it's the fact right. that she's in this situation and she's like going after him because she's a good person. Twice she does that. She's a good, good person. She should have just run. And I know that they said they did a good job with the structure where they set it up that the cops aren't gonna do anything and they actually gave it to us twice. Yeah. So to anybody out there who is skeptical of why you you should just call somebody, nobody's coming. Ugh man. Yeah, and the fact that, in that neighborhood, Jesus. Good. And that the, that her her fatal flaw. I'm not saying it's fatal is not the right word, but the the test, the main character Tess's flaw is that she's an empath. She is empathetic, and even though these guys are dicks, they might not deserve it. And even still, like it's not worth risking her life when they, you know, like she just can't guys, help and it. They also, and it they, bites they, it they vocalize every time. It in the, they vocalize that in the very beginning between her with her conversation with Bill about her ex boyfriend. Yeah, 
Like that it's really it. just classic. There is nothing yeah. crazy about this screenwriting. It's just what they did with the structure. It just created yeah. all these interesting ways for us to put those pieces together. But they this, told us everything we needed to know, well, just this, like this went you do in most traditional horror movies. As well, they they kind of changed genres all the way through. Like it went from yeah. it went from ominous to okay, we're going to get to meet these people now. We're going to have a nice relaxing scene. Then to a few cheap jump scares, if you like, like they made they made you jump and wound you up a little bit. And it was all working the tension up to the point where they walk into that downstairs section yeah. and she's in that cave and you meet what's down there for the first time. And she doesn't, like, she, that's not a jump scare. You saw her coming. That's, God, you that had enough, so scary. You had enough time to clench <laughs> and try and crawl back about three fucking rows in the theater. I'm not saying I did oh, that. Oh, God, yeah. dude, that was so um, scary. It was like, yeah. no, no, like you had time to go, no, 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 out loud, which at least a couple of people in the theater did. Um, and the it, gore it's, was it's good, great, but it that, wasn't yeah, just it, gore because it yeah. was so poorly, you know, it was dark. Oh, hmm. But that great technique of winding you up and it's a misdirect and winding you up and nothing happens and then winding you up and then finally something does happen, but it doesn't happen the way it's happened to you already. It happens somewhere, something like slowly and it just makes it Here's, fucking okay, worse. Dude, you're, you're totally right. I mean, first of all, that scare, that was magnificent. Like mm. the introduction, we all knew it was going to build to something down there. We, we knew it was coming. It's in the trailer. Yeah. That that um, that Bill says when he's like screaming, he's like, "Help me!" And you see him in the tunnel. So, um, <clears throat> but when that moment happened, uh, this made me think of the past two two weeks. We've had conversations at some points about the positive and negatives of having CGI. This movie is the biggest example I can give for why that stuff is just is just not necessary. If they had showed her moving in such a way at any point in this movie uh, where to, to try to really show her strength and how quick she can move, which they imply through really fun camera techniques. Well, I would have lost every, it would have lost everything for me because I just wouldn't have been scared anymore. Yeah. But the playing with like real traditional things like that, Dave, like we're going to, we see a dark tunnel that is so exposed so well that you barely see her as she's coming forward, yeah. whether she's moving quickly or slowly, like when, classic, yeah. The also ways the, that they cut the away lens, from her when dude, she's moving quickly. The lens choice down quickly. there as well. The lens choice in that ca that cave section was perfect. Was like, it long? It, because it's yeah. like it's super. It, it, it did <laughs> yeah. look like it was long. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Which I think they were probably standing like <laughs> ten feet behind them so that they could really yeah. play with. Oh yeah, it was just it was really brilliant. Um, I don't want to bust your bubble. Yeah, I couldn't as well, stop but thinking I said, about I sat that. Through the credits, and there were at least four visual effects companies. Um, well, look, there had with, to have been just compositing though. It's, it was just compositing. So it was probably a couple of layouts, like, cause they shot some of this in Bulgaria, apparently, um, okay. and California. And, uh, I, I know they got the lookbook from Detroit, but I don't know if they actually shot there, but like, so there would be some like element replacements and removals and a couple of things like that. But so it's probably but none just of that. it was like a performance capture golem oh, crawling no, up no. the side of no, the, this the was, cave yeah. wall or something. This was all, <laughs> yeah. all human performance. The mother is credited um, to a, a male actor. Matthew Patrick. Yeah, it had to have been, right? Yeah, I and mean, that was a large, large person. That was... Um, yeah. Guys, Dave, I don't want to brush over because you, you said it. Like, I laughed a lot in this movie. Yeah. Like, the Wait, dynamic, was it, was the range nervous? of... Well, like, was it a release? No, or no, no. Well, actually... part of it was what I was saying. Like, like when they cut away from that first scare, just like, Whoa! And yeah. after that, we all kind of laughed. But then... Justin Long made me laugh. When he was measuring, I was fucking, oh my, my whole God. theater yeah, was dying, was dude. Yeah. Every, we were same, fucking laughing same. our asses really off, funny. dude. It was so funny. He was like, oh, fuck yeah. This was the best performance he's ever given, by I mean, the way. Yeah, I, I, I believe yeah, every yeah, yeah, breath he I, took. I would be behind that 100%. 
It was so funny when the like, role every he was reveal. destined to play. <laughs> all right, so here you go. Here you go. This is just the techniques. Nothing is new, but it all felt so fresh. Um, rule of threes kind of kind of concept. You think that that joke would have gotten old every time he found a new place, and he would just be <laughs> like, "Oh fun. hell yeah!" It yeah. got even funnier yeah, when yeah, he got yeah. to the dog cages. Yeah. And it was like blood everywhere. All and he was the like, shit oh, that should put a normal fuck. person, like any normal Bull person would cut. be like, nope. <laughs> he's like, sweet. Then he found the fucking doorway down even further. And he's like, extra. And I'm like, by this point, even you're all under the, way up the neighbor's to the, house. Like it doesn't count. All anyway, the way up but, to yeah. the, uh, all the way up to the, I, we don't have to go to the details yet, but all the way up through the very end, his last big gesture. I was like, oh, I was kind of half laughing, half like, what the fuck is happening? And then when she, Jesus, yeah, when she dives, we all started laughing. When yeah, she, when she laughed, the whole theater us. laughed. That's a, that's a. I mean, my theater laughed uproariously at that. I mean, I think that that was the part I was talking about where I was like, because I was by myself, I don't think I enjoyed as much. It just kind of looked ridiculous. I might have picked a different angle for that, but that is a I horror think trope. To. But yeah, well, that's a horror trope. So that is that is you've you've yeah. come this far. Let's let's like let you. I feel, I feel yeah. like they they gave us this fun. Like I felt a. I felt a celebration of the genre at that point where they yeah. were just hmm. like, isn't this ridiculous? And I did. So I did like, we were yeah. all like laughing. I thought it was supposed to be funny. We were all felt very yeah. comfortable. Laughing I mean, that's, at that. that's the thing. There's a couple of rules in a horror movie, but that's it. The rest of it is and then right after anything it, goes like we have many right Jasons that, we got. How many like Michael Myers we got? What, like, the last four minutes of this movie are traditional horror yeah. tinge, uh, are funny no she's never been in here i've lived here for 15 years yeah, <laughs> but, it, but they give you that one like you know like you she know. went through the wall the second all right so we have second he said so we that, have it's like you were dead funny we have dr- drama right in there this is like within like eight minutes well, we have we also drama have the, dark, there. the dark redemption that you think you're getting yeah like, yeah so his, we have that the drama redemption. yeah we have that humor that's kind of like slasher style like this is ridiculous yep. creature humor from the 80s yeah. then we have tension actually trying to escape we're right back on board with the tension we're running up the stairs we're the, trying to the escape the second we they have, stepped on that the stairs of that water tower they're fucked yeah they're fucked. Well. so they're going up there but it still felt tense and, and him then, getting up there throwing her off and it just felt like we're tying in all of his storyline and her storyline into the ridiculousness of it back into gore when she tears his head apart yeah. and then well, guys well, also, i was moved the, by the ending well the, the thing, drama of the uh, uh, but, but I was like, oh my god, yeah. this is sad. Yeah, I actually, I was feel, I felt, I felt, I went all over the place. Oh, the last yeah. I mean, that. that a lot of that performance was like her. She like had this realization that this this thing does think it's I'm its child and it cares for me, and then she blows oh. his fucking head off. So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but that again, that's the final girl thing. Like, and the the like those last clips that were interspersed with the first section of the credits, like that is absolute hundred percent final girl in the horror film. So mm-hmm. yeah, they, he, Dude. he ticked, he, he, it's like he went through the whole genre and went, I'm going to pick <laughs> this. I like this. I like this. I like this. And we're going to put that all together. Uh, and it meshed perfectly. I guess that's I what I don't know how he did I'm, it. I'm to, great. Well, I know when people, I know when scream came out that people had some good laughs. Cause like people thought like, wow, that's a really complete new kind of horror movie that's yeah. playing on all the tropes of the genre and pointing um, them out. And I think the whole, Important to say, yeah. but I don't think the humor came from the essence of the horror genre itself. They were just funny things that high schoolers were saying. There were some characters that had some moments that gave us some levity. Yeah. This felt like I don't think I've ever been, and I don't, I never get scared, and I'm not like actually scared, but I got some. I had some really fun, scary moments where I don't know if I've ever really been that scared before from those kinds of moments. 
And I, don't, I definitely don't think I've ever had that much of fear factor with the range to the laugh and the drama. I just, mm. I don't know if I've ever, can you guys think of any yeah. other movie that has done this before, like this well? Not this well, no. Yeah, not because they always choose one. Like, I like, I like having like, the exactly. words, but it's Any, funnier. Anything that it's, it's like, not quite it's as, dr- funnier. it's not dramatic. You have to go back to I don't think it's scary at all. Return to the Living Dead Part 2. Well, yeah, it's not really scary. something like that. Like, that's fun. It's super funny. I mean, again, like that shit, the beginning was so scary. So, yeah. Um, I think it's really cool. We already kind of touched on it, but I love that Bill Skarsgård is just like, you know what? Everyone knows that I live in the horror world. I want to try to get behind and start helping people make these movies. And the fact that he, look, sometimes this is why casting is important to people. I don't think everyone on earth who sees this movie is going to know for sure that he's Pennywise, but I think a lot of people will because horror fans see horror movies. I might go see this again in the theater just to watch that kind of movie with another audience. Um, this is why casting works. Everyone thought that he was going to be our one of our main characters, right? Everyone well, thought that he was going to have some kind of of threatening presence, and you're waiting for that to be the term, to, the turn. And it just it just did so well. The same thing with Justin Long. Like you're kind of supposed to laugh at him, right? Like what mm. a weird casting choice for a horror movie. So they set you up into this no, place he has where a long history in horror. Jeepers creepers, man. Yeah, but it's you're supposed to laugh at him, right? Like I feel like there's oh, Jeepers, there, Jesus Creepers kind of, was a little more serious. But God, yeah, I hate that he, movie. That's one of my least favorite movies of all time. But I, <laughs> but I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I just thought it was like we're gonna give him like really serious <laughs> subject matter uh, that is gonna be palatable because it's coming through him. Yeah, uh, we're not. You you don't assume that he's going to be eventually like just as much a part of the drama and the tension. I just thought there were so many interesting choices that they made in terms of like the actual putting together of this film that lent itself to this. I don't think it would have been quite as successful for for us, maybe people who know movies pretty well, if it didn't have those casting choices. Can we, well, can we actually, talk it's, for it's funny. Uh, uh, one of the uh, guys on our uh, very famous now Halloween show a couple of years ago, uh, Marcus, went and saw this, and he's an actual avid horror director. And he has been raving about it since I told him to go see it. It's like he, he's been just absolutely over the moon cool. that like this he he's like thought it was great. So that's, yeah, that's coming from someone who lives in horror. That's awesome for our horror fans who love Bill Sarsgaard. So he has two movies coming out this year: Gilded Rage about the infamous murder investi- of a, an investment banker whose death is originally a suicide, but whatever. And he's going to be in the Crow remake. They're remaking it, wow! And Again. then yeah. ne- next year he's going to be in John Wick Four. Wouldn't, wouldn't you be nervous mm. doing a remake of the Crow? It's like you know, the last guy that did it didn't have much luck. Yeah, Rupert Sanders is, is helming this one, um, based on the original graphic novel, of course, reimagining. I'm sorry, I'm going back to this. You turn up for work, and the first thing they do is send you for facial scans. It's like, um. <laughs> uh. um, a movie called Emperor, and then he's going to be in this movie called Boy Kills World, where he plays boy, where um, it's a dystopian fever dream, uh, where he's a deaf mute, when after his family is murdered, he is trains by a mysterious shaman to repress his childhood imagination and become an instrument of death. His pictures, his photo looks very Bruce Lee. He's ripped oh. and he looks like he's about to kick some ass. So that's what's coming up for Bill Skarsgård. Not a lot of comedy that's, in his just, future, You just think. described primary school in Australia. <laughs> look, the guy, look, I mean, I, you know what? Half the battle of being an actor in this business is accepting your type. And Mr. Bill Skarsgård and Mr. Richard Brake, who plays the serial killer from the 80s, those gentlemen need, they just look in the mirror and they have accepted 
Yeah. No one thinks I'm well, not going to kill them. See, like, well, no, every the person funny thing I meet, I didn't. Is, at first, I, I didn't like, either. I, I thought he was playing against. I, I know that he wa- couldn't. I did not but... once cross. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you talking I'm, about Richard I'm, Brake or no? Bill? I'm talking about Scout's guard. I, I, no, Richard Brake. I saw it for one I, second. Not <laughs> once did I see. His performance was so nuanced. I didn't once see him as Pennywise, which is great because uh, you know I'm a huge Pennywise fan. But like he. he he was ominous, but it was ambiguous ominous. It was like, this could just be a guy who has no idea how to relate to people. And then they settled down into the, the, the story. And I was like, yeah. he's the nice guy. He's the nice guy. I and says, then there was something that happened that was a bit weird. And I'm like, oh, he's not the nice guy. They, they had me going back and forwards. Another thing that's that very was in- the whole purpose of that first scene. To put your balance. That's very interesting is that he doesn't have an accent. I mean, meaning he has an American accent because the character is American. However, his inflections are not particularly American, which it just adds this creepiness to it. And I, I doubt it was an in- intentional, but like the way he phrased things, the way he phrased sentences was just not how I've heard any American speak, but you know what I mean? But it just worked really well for this. So even though mm. the sounds were technically American, the sentences weren't necessarily. And I think that worked really well. So I'm curious if, I don't know what the, these films are, if he's going to have an I, accent or not. I want to talk about one thing in particular, if we, if we could move on. Everybody good? The uh, you're, you're the one with the heart out. The uh, <laughs> no, um, and the heart. The, the Jay, Jeff, tell your joke again. <laughs> <laughs> the no, the um, the time jump edits mm. really <clears throat> fucking worked for me. Like when they went from Detroit now to Detroit in like the eighties or nineties. 80s. And it was, it was that was it. Shit, I felt I feel old. It was the 80s. I thought that was like sixties. Yeah. Oh yeah, Reagan. Reagan was Shit. president. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like that snap from the dilapidated, burnt down fucking neighborhood to green grass and picket fences and shit. I thought that was fantastic. And they like they yeah. really pulled it off. Like it was literally in some of the cuts, people were in the same position when they cut. It's almost like they matted them in. Yeah, no, no, I totally agree. I feel they, like the, they, the those... two times that they kind of revealed. Um, the neighborhood. The first time, because really when you see it at me. night, the first time when she goes out to her car for the interview the next day, and she they looks made, around and yeah. she goes, "Oh, yeah," because they made that house look like it was the only thing. Yeah, like, and it was, it was like this is her world: the car, the house, it's all she's got. And then they broaden the world in the morning, and you're like, "Oh, yo, yeah, you're not in a good place." And I think again, that was to make you feel a little uneasy because it was mm-hmm. not a nice neighborhood. We've, we've all turned up to the yeah. Airbnb in questionable neighborhoods. In hindsight, <laughs> Bill Skarsgård's band should have practiced there because they would have gotten some crazy shit out of that house, I think. The house yeah. that also, by the way, had some supernatural qualities. Those doors opening and closing is not exactly explained or justified in any way, shape, or form, but pretty pretty cool effect I for mean, that opening. I mean, we know that the, the door to the stairwell consistently closed. It closed for everyone. If there wasn't yeah, a so chair in it, it closed. Yeah, and but it, the bedroom yeah. door opening. Oh Well, we know who did that. Because she comes out at night. Uh, she was in the fucking house. Oh, uh, that's that's fucking that gives you goosebumps, huh? Yeah, right. That was that noise. Her breathing was that weird noise that didn't sound like a door opening or a door moving. No, it sounded like someone was drilling something. And she's like, yeah. Like yeah. It was her. It was just her making her noise. That's oh, oh, so man. good, dude. So scary. Yeah. Some, oh my god. Isn't that scary? <laughs> That's yes. good. It's it's terrifying. Terrifying. That's what I'm saying. Terrified. Like what you're doing right now, what Jeff is experiencing right now on air is kind of like you have several moments of that while you're watching it. When you kind of put the pieces together and you're like, Ooh, just kind of gives you the shivers. 
the guy. And you know what? Fuck Justin Long's character. But when he puts the tape on and he's our surrogate for watching, and I'm like, please don't show us. And I'm glad they didn't. When yeah. he plays the tape, all of a sudden, it's like none of his past matters at all. It's like, yeah. I it hope. Was, and that was, that was like a, a redeeming moment. Like he saw the thing that he was accused of as well. So it kind of, it changed him and it made him an Avenger of that act. Yet he was accused of it himself. And it, that was very complex that, and there are levels of variation and nuance that I'm sure the director is not going to cancel himself over like getting into too much, but you know, I'm sure whatever Justin Long did wasn't that, even though it was bad and ballot, whatever, but he nailed it. It wasn't that like the performance. I I did. I did sense that there was a little bit of commentary on, look, there are, there's a Al Franken and there's Harvey Weinstein. There's this fucking Richard Brake serial killer, B- Buffalo Bill character. And there's a high schooler, you know, that does something that is super, you know, not okay, but it's not that. And I, I do think that it's not that he was saying this thematically for us to muse on um, as, as audience members, but it lent itself really well to Justin I, Long's character, who was I stuck th- in the I middle of he, his own conflict. I think he deliberately wanted to make you think that. Because then he has that moment where he's like, oh, maybe I'm a bad person. Maybe I'm not I'm a bad, a bad person. person. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a good person that did a bad thing. And then he proceeds to throw someone off a fucking water <laughs> tower to save his own life. Room. So, no, he's not a good person at all. This guy was always a fuck, yeah, like, yeah, fucking yeah. asshole. Totally. And, yeah, and it, that was that cemented it. So he deserved what he got, in my opinion. <laughs> you want your baby? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, God, that shot was so funny, dude. Well, I, guess I love is- the... Um, one second let's give it a call out to the um because we we acknowledge that the actor who plays um her does she have a name did they ever name her i don't think so no the lady i don't think so either yeah she doesn't doesn't verbalize her uh how she likes to be identified personally or they refer to her yeah yeah um the the creature makeup the prosthetics the breast the body it it looks so real i bought every every little piece of Mm. it there are close-up shots of of her nipples and all sorts of things that the hair was so everything looks so realistic again they lent themselves they had a bunch of dark light like she was never in like bright white fluorescence or anything but there was that one daytime shot where she's like reaching out and i still bought all of it it all looked very 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 real that was was the terrifying part yeah man that was scary she's not supposed to come out of the house that's what in my head that's what i was thinking (laughs) i was like what is she doing she's supposed to be in the dark cave oh that fucking you knew he broke the rules at the front time you you knew when she went inside that that the mom the mother wasn't going to be there when she came back right with the car you knew that oh yeah into the tunnel yeah all right well friends i think we deserve this that's also we're recording this during the emmys but you're supposed to be wrapping up right now so i think it's time (laughs) <laughs> that's fair around for all of us we're gushing about this film I can't remember was was Top Gun the last time that we've all been like absolutely two thumbs up like six thumbs up from our podcast I, I wasn't here for Top Gun you weren't here and Jeff you weren't here for Elvis which we really enjoyed so I can't remember mm-hmm. the last maybe Elvis everything ever all at once uh, was the last I time I think it's HBO now I watched it. That's yeah, yeah. That, that was my that was my recommendation for last week. It's on HBO. So anyway, go see this, was, this, this movie. Go guess. see it. In we the loved theater. we loved the we loved the black phone. Not mm. not as much as this, but we did really enjoy. No, that. I think I, I like the black phone more than this, but I enjoyed what? this. Very, yeah, very very not close. Based on to, our, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, you do you. But that's surprising. I think. All right, I think so I like my best one, one of my good. I'll just last thing I'll say. My best friend and uh, Dasan, my brother. I've heard um, of him. We yeah yeah. 
they did not like black phone as much as we did. And I totally understand. I've had several people who listen to our podcast tell me like, you guys really, really enjoyed it. I don't think I'd. Thanks I for, think thanks for is... recruiting, John. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no, come on, come on. That's they still, it. That's they it. Still this episode's episode music will be provided by Achy Breaky Heart and Rick Astley. <laughs> Wait, we can't afford that. Get the fuck out I of think, there. <laughs> fuck you. I think, I think, I think any horror fan would be hard pressed not to enjoy watching this movie. I, yeah. I just can't believe how how much it lends itself to this all is, the things that you want from a horror movie and then some. This is someone who likes horror, I think. Like he and that's what you want in charge of your horror movie. And but it, not in the cheesy little, way cuz no, no to Marcus them, but like a lot of the horror fans they like the cheese and the slasher aspect and it's just not it's never going to be enough for me. I just think those are bad movies and I don't enjoy them. I think they like them because they're yeah. bad. This is not mm. a bad movie. <laughs> no, but you're right. Oh, if, in, in order yeah. to No, you're right. This movie rely you need that first scene to be a very rich drama. To ground it. Now, of yeah. course, it, obviously it's scary and there's horror tropes in there, but that is great scene work. That's really mm. good scene work that's in there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Good stuff. Four minutes. Our Dave, f- you're ready to rock. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play the fuck you, John, but we'll just go ahead and wrap it up, people, with our recommendations of the week with our segment what you've been watching dave what have you been watching i've had a busy couple of weeks so i haven't watched too much but i did happen to see it popped up on hbo max so i immediately put it on because it's one of my faves i watched hot tub time machine oh yeah oh shit dude yes i can't vouch for the sequel but the first one is Fucking great. When Craig from The Office is having sex with the woman and it's not his wife and he's crying in the hot tub while he's having sex with her, it's one of my favorite movie moments. He's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And they're like, you need to do this. I, I love when he calls his wife. Yeah. And she's yeah, yeah. The best part. She's the nice. best part is when he's like, it's it's so black. <laughs> we all know what part I'm talking about. Um, I saw, I re- I've been busy as crap doing some drama and Sad things happen in your life, but also good things uh, with with um, with some health issues in in the family. I was away all weekend shooting a documentary, but uh, I did get to see uh, a documentary this week at, at one point called Viva Maestro mm. about um, the Los Angeles Philharmonic Music Director Gustavo Dudamel, who is also the music director of um, the the Venezuelan Orchestra when it was still performing a lot more he music directed uh he conducted west side story david newman music directed it so this is like a celebrity i don't think we've seen somebody with a presence like this since Loma bernstein in classical music especially as a conductor um it was a really great documentary it's already been out in theaters so i think it's going to be coming to streamers soon but if you like classical music or the message overall is how art can kind of help transform societies and bring people together and stuff. It's, it's got that message. It's really well done. It sounds good. Uh, I definitely recommend that, giving it a that shot. Should, when that it should drops. let you in on how diverse we are. Like John's really classy documentary about a internationally renowned, hot top uh, time machine. and I have hot top <laughs> time, time machine. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so funny. That's John Cusack in it. <sighs> any other, any oh, TV? Man. Is that it for for this segment for you guys? That is because yes. I haven't because ca- I haven't caught it? up on Rings of Power and I haven't caught up on right. um I still haven't started the Game of Thrones one that you guys like. Right. right now we're at Ring Rings of Power episode three has aired and and um Game of Thrones episode four, which was the episode for anybody who watches, it's basically a Rhaenyra episode and and I won't say too much more about that. It's but about time. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. I will say though, between those two, I started on Sunday night and I realized I hadn't watched Rings yet, and I, I started I watched Rings first before 
dragon. So if I had my choice, and that's what I chose. So As that's, in where, like, that's where I'm at with the show. Yeah, you were, you were more excited. Yeah, to, okay. I was a little fair. more excited you, for Rick. You can either watch, you know, George R. R. Martin or Neil Gaiman. <laughs> it's not Neil Gaiman. <laughs> um, and then I, I finally watched Prey, the, the Predator prequel. Mm. That everybody's oh, cool, raving yeah. about it, and I watch it, and it is so fucking good it is so yeah, it's good, good. Right? <laughs> it's so it's a, it's Jeff, so amazing how fucking good is the cast glad, too as well. i'm glad you said incredible. that dude because i am almost done i was waiting while these guys were doing maintenance work in my apartment i, I kind of didn't i couldn't get any work done so i just started i put on predator 2 which i've never seen before have you got to the end jeff do you know the premise of predator 2 no 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 i don't I didn't either. I had no idea what it was about. First of all, it's Danny Glover. I'm too old for this shit. Right in the yeah, prime. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And it takes place in inner city Los Angeles. The Predator comes <laughs> to I care LA. about Have you got to the end yet? He's in the ship right okay, now. The, Don't yeah, tell me how it is. No, <laughs> you're about to get one of the best after fight quips in the, high, the history of cinema, and I will fight oh, anyone. God. I remember you said that. I have fought people over this, so yeah. This, this, league, the man this league girl and Prey has been awesome. working. So there, there's so Prey many movies. Is good though, there's so many movies. There's so many successful young performers. The girl from Coda. This. So many TV show actors. There's so many good young performers out there. I hope they have range because I would really like to see the the. I don't know what her name is at the beginning of the lead of Prey. I would really like to see. Her she's bring also in, in Legion else. as well. Yeah, 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 yeah right, yeah. correct. Yeah, but now she's I'm 21. So it, now she's that ready was, to. Uh, that was great. It was on Hulu. I think it's really great. All right, I mm-hmm. thought so too. All right, and uh, and NFL, of course, guys. I watched a ton of NFL the past couple of days. It's fantastic. We're back, baby. It's Dude, that Bears hockey. game, that Bears game, it was so fucking wet. Did you see it? Did you watch was, that game at all? So, in the this is the, I just talked about the NFL. Rain. You said that Bears fucking, game is so wet. <laughs> so probably, I just fucking love a rain game. You just don't get to see them very much. They, I just don't think <laughs> I've ever back, seen yeah, yeah. a football game in that. Yeah, yeah, sure. sure Your Panthers sure, sure. were close, crazy. John. Terrible first half. Almost got them in the second half. Giants are one and zero. Thanks to missed field goal. We love it, baby. Saquon's back. Must see TV. Thanks to him. Okay. Thanks for joining our episode about Barbarian, not Conan. This is a really fantastic movie. Tell your friends. I'm hoping you've already seen it. Otherwise, we just spoiled the whole thing for you. And I think that's it. Friends, before we go, any other quips you have? Nope. Jeff, tell another really good joke. Get the fuck out of here. I'll see you guys soon. Next week, we're going to watch a great movie. I know it. Can't wait to ask you guys what it is on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> what are we doing?